Welcome to Ghetto Blaster Magazine's Best Song Ever Podcast. My name is Brian LeBen, and alongside me, as always, is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBen. How you doing today, Luke? Oh, I'm just wonderful. Uh, Good. The Carters blessed us with a wonderful surprise album They yesterday. did. They did. Uh, have you listened to... Did you listen to Ape Shit, which is the I one did. that you can listen to easily? It was very skirty. Easily. It, a lot of skirts. <laughs> it was, good. It was well, good, though, yeah. I, I have title so. because I went to a Jay-Z show and they gave me six months for free. You have title? Did yeah. you listen to most of it or more uh, of it? Just a few songs of it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, and let's hear a song from it right now. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I was like, what? No, <laughs> I was like, that would have been a quick turnaround if I had gotten yeah. that. But, um, but no, it was pretty good. Yeah, it it felt more like a Beyonce album that Jay Z was featured on, which I'm okay with. But me too. That's how Ape Shit uh, felt as well. Because yeah. he he comes in there. It's a it's a good verse though. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. mostly a Beyonce song. The I'm, music video is like a piece of art. I don't know if you've seen. Oh, it. is that the one that's in the Louvre? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's I need to it's beautiful. See it. Yeah. But um, I don't know if it's quite lemonade level. Uh, mm. I was expecting to like love it, but I still need to dig into it a little more. I was just listening in the car on the way over here, so I still want to listen with headphones and like really pay attention. But I don't know. I, I I thought I would love it a little more. I was disappointed to see it's only nine songs. Like, and all of the albums that Kanye's been putting out, yeah, have there's been seven, seven songs, and, and it's like, what's up with that? These are uh, maybe you should call them EPs or something, but um. I, I hope this is not a trend of people just churning things out and putting out like, you know, somewhere Less between songs. five and ten songs only. Like, I don't know. They don't feel complete like I think nine albums. or ten is acceptable for nine an album. I can get with it's it's, yeah. it's on the brink there. But yeah, I don't know. Tricky. Tricky stuff, man. This world we're it's living tricky in. Carters, yeah. So should we get started? Yeah. So if you haven't listened before, this is best song ever. Brian and I each pick four songs in secret, and then we will debut them for each other. And you're going to hear our reactions. Uh, I might say, Lordy, Lordy, Barry Gordy, if I love the song Brian's playing for me, or if I've done my job, Brian's going to say, Papa Likey. And that's our stamp of approval. That gives us a point if we're playing the song. And then at the end, we'll tally up the points, and the loser will face their punishment. So, um... I said since it's Father's Day, mm-hmm. you know, we discussed canceling our birthdays before you get stuck in a Groundhog Day type time loop. And yes. I mentioned the Nicolas Cage film, the classic Nicolas Cage film, Family Man. Um, Have you seen it? Yes. Oh, okay. As many times as I was younger. So he's like a businessman who hates family or whatever and uh, <laughs> left this girl. And so then he wakes up one day and he he's the father of the family. So mm. you could get family manned if uh, if you lose the episode. All right, I'm in, I'm into that. Yeah, neither of us are fathers, and right. that's all right. And if we lose, we have to be a father for a week. Um, exactly. In a family man type situation, we've been talking a lot about like surprises and secrets so far. You know, like we pick our songs yeah. in secret. The, the Carters dropped a surprise album on us all, out of nowhere. Secret. They did. And the first song I'm going to play also comes from an album that was just released with no one knowing it was coming out, really. And that is from M. Ward. Have, you, have you heard this album no. at all? You didn't know it came out? I did not. It was such a surprise that it's been out for a week and a few days, and you didn't even know. What a sneakster. Yeah. 
total sneakster and uh i'm a huge m ward fan i uh, love him he is one of my favorite singer songwriters doing music right now i w- became obsessed with him back with post-war in 2006 yeah. and have listened to every album he's released since then and have been a huge fan i was a little like disappointed when he turned his attention to she and him because i with uh zoe de chanel right because it wasn't as good and he took like four years off and didn't release an album and then back two years ago he did uh and it was that very was good great, yeah and this one is really good too so i'm excited to tell you about it how did i not know about this i'm not sure this? to be honest huh. with you i'm kind of surprised well you've been kind of like sidetracked with podcasts I've, i right have now. been a little slacking but i've still been checking the lists of what's coming out and i didn't see this on there hmm. yeah it i well maybe it wasn't on the list of what's coming out because mm. it came out or of nowhere out, yeah. and i don't even i haven't really seen reviews for it yet either which is weird mm. like all music and pitchfork haven't done reviews but um the album is called what a wonderful industry and it's all kind of um fictionalized songs about his experience in the music industry which he says has been really great. He's met a lot of incredible people, but also he says you have to quickly learn there's a perfectly imperfect balance of cold-blooded and warm-blooded animals in the zoo. Yeah. And um, there's a lot of kind of monsters that you encounter along the way as well. And he just has such a great way of writing lyrics um, that, you know, take what could be kind of a silly idea and makes it really interesting and beautiful and that's the case with the uh, first song that we're going to listen to today and let's get into it yeah i'm very interested in this this is m ward with the song shark Businessman begins 
just a normal guy until one night on a Greenwich pier I saw his darker side yeah behind the seaside tavern with the half moon in his eyes he drink some kind of potion His eyes got big, his teeth grew sharp, his skin turned a cold blue gray. I watched as he grew to twice his size and it jumped into a wave. So I hollered out to the waitress, yeah, I almost gave away. said bring me the bill and I settled Tommy's too yeah Tommy is a tiger shark lives in the Bengal sea and by day Give that a lordy, lordy, Barry Gordy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Why I ended it with a question mark. I, I don't. You but are I giving it. One, I right? am. I was just surprised and um, a, a bit confused at first. Well, I just didn't expect uh, it to be like that. So like mysterious and a little bluesy. Uh, mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure. You know, a lot of times it's a very. Uh, high energy song that gets my stamp but this one is all mysterious and uh but i really liked the metaphor of him being a shark and not letting it show and then seeing him grow to twice his size and just become a monster yeah and then like not giving him away like kind of letting him be a monster in secret too at the end like where he almost tipped off the waitress that this guy's a monster and instead he just paid his bill and covered his bill too yeah yeah and it's obviously very relevant um just this week with the hardwick Mm -hmm. story breaking and we see that there's all these people who you know have this other side uh that you don't know is there and when i was watching terry cruz talk about this on uh the daily show there's something he said that stuck with me that success is a really easy place to hide and uh so yeah it's interesting that people could really hide these hide these parts of themselves but it all comes out at some point they're going to reveal their fins eventually right and their sharp jagged teeth um yeah yeah, the the album is interesting because a lot of it is like kind of dreamy and it floats along this song had a very aquatic nature to it which fits being about a shark um but you know, it has. And that's a, what I was picturing some diner, like on a dock, exactly uh, at night. Yeah. 
you can and what it's so such a visual song and i'm not like a visual person so when a song makes me imagine the whole thing play out in my mind it's pretty impressive and um you're not a visual person not really no like i i have i have a very hard time visualizing things um Mm. when we yeah see because you probably know because every time you mention something and i have to look up to see the album cover sometimes to remember something because i'm super visual i can remember it when i see it but when it comes to like something that is yeah you have no imagination i don't yeah or memories you know what's wrong with my mind we don't know Uh, something bad happened to me but boy (laughs) um yeah it's a new m ward album check it out people he's great he's one of the best songwriters around right now and uh he is doing his thing so that was m ward with shark from what a wonderful industry which is out now on m ward records nice nice gotta love that smoky voice oh yeah that added to it so so much he's he's just fantastic and he is uh, getting ready to go out on tour. He's actually supporting the Decemberists for a few dates, which, oh, like, nice. back in 2006 would have been my dream lineup, the Decemberists <laughs> and them ward. But, uh, unfortunately, they're not coming to the Michigan area. But And why'd you even bring it up? I don't know. Don't waste my time, Brian. Um, all right. Well, you know... As we talked about me kind of slacking, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and not listening to mm-hmm. so much new music, but I, I still have been uh, going through a lot of music and, uh, you know, we were just talking about recently of saying that like super lush stuff, um, like dreamy. See, that was, that was kind of dreamy like you're mm-hmm. saying, but that then that's not really what I'm talking about. Like a lot of lush synths or just like dream pop and that stuff is not really grabbing me right now. I don't know. For some reason, I'm needing something to really grab my attention. And so a lot of punk has been doing that. It's a post-punk. Uh, and, you know, my number one album of the year right now on my list is Parquet Courts. Mm-hmm. And I told you I had a group that was very Parquet Courtsy uh, for this episode. And it's this Brooklyn art punk band, Bodega. And... Uh, they their album was actually produced by Austin Brown, guitarist of Parquet Courts, on the same Tascam three eight eight tape machine used for their album Light Up Gold. Whoa! And uh, this band is great. They got some great like call and response uh, vocals, which I love that you'll hear on this song, and just that urgency and catchy art rock style that Parquet Courts captures so well, and they comment on a lot of social and political things and just just personal like things that we go through every day the elm's called endless scroll which you know feels Mm -hmm. like very relevant uh what we all do all day i try and not do it so much but um yeah it's it's some real stuff they're talking about just being human in the digital age so uh we're gonna listen to the album opener how did this happen? So here's Bodega with How Did This Happen? This is New Bodega Song.
I find myself asking, how did it happen that I give this a Papa Likey? Yeah. Just kidding. No, I, I, it's obvious. Because the song was good. Yeah, yeah. I, I answered it myself <laughs> in my head before I asked the question. But yeah, that song was great. Like you said, call and response lyrics are, are fantastic. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, I really liked the groove that it settled into with some fun... Um, guitars cutting through but like the bass and drum groove that goes on throughout the song yeah. with um kind of spoke shout did sang lyrics uh was a lot of fun uh-huh. and uh you know a lot of uh like you said interesting uh comments uh social commentary going on in the song as well that feel very very relevant especially with just the crate especially crazy shit that's been amplified yeah uh the past week in uh our country so yeah very very timely and that's what i it seems like sometimes describing a protest in the song and i think people a lot of the time you know in with any protest like sometimes the message can get skewed or lost and you know maybe everyone's not on the same page and uh so they say no matter the outcome they should be there and that's what i feel like a lot of times people want to talk shit about oh why are these people protesting it's for whatever this this, and this reason whatever you know happens afterwards and changes it but it's like you they're out there doing something trying to make a change in some way so no matter what they should be out there and just the idea of everyone is equally a master and a slave as it applies to social media seems Mm -hmm. like you know constantly just being a consumer and a creator and the line kind of blurs in these days i feel like yeah definitely and it's just such a you have so much opportunity to just be so selective in what you consume as well and like even depending on which side you're on you can just consume all of one thing and then it just that's what ends up consuming your life and that becomes your truth and there's no shared truth kind of you know it's yeah i don't know and when he talks about the playlist too that's funny because i uh use spotify usually but and they like recommend you a million playlists too but um when i signed up for apple music it was like they were just giving me a million playlists and i was like I like making my own playlist. Yeah. Thank you very much. And it was like, you know, just you can have a robot curate who you want to be mm-hmm. or and it takes away like your individuality. Um, yeah. So some good thoughts. And throughout this album, uh, there's some uh, interesting concepts like that. They have a new song, Jack and Titanic, that talks about wanting to be like Jack and Titanic. Or maybe maybe it's just being like Jack and Titanic. Like drowning? Yeah. Or what was it? Uh, Is that what they want to do? They just want to let yeah, go? Yeah, they just want to get frozen. And, and, and drown. Yeah, exactly. Cool. No, it's something about like being poor and sexy. <laughs> Probably just drawing chicks naked. Yeah. So that was Bodega with How Did This Happen? It's There's an exclamation point and a question mark. So it should be, How Did This Happen? in a Seinfeld voice and from Endless Scroll out July 6th on What's Your Rupture? Ooh, that sounds like a serious medical issue <laughs> yeah. that someone should get checked out. I hope it's not in reference to us. That's a good like, I uh, remember when I quoted Cordelia from Buffy and said, what's your childhood trauma? Yeah. Like, what's your rupture, what's your, bro? What's your That's rupture? That's, that is good. I like that. Yeah. Good job, record label execs. <laughs> yeah. Nice name. All right, so I'm going to move along to 
some sad news, which is a really great band is going to be no more very <laughs> soon. I know. Talking about Level Up. Uh, oh, yeah. Level Up was great. I uh, I have been listening to the 2016 album Return to Love a lot recently since finding this out. More like Level Down. <laughs> because it's sad because news. Because they're breaking up. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um, and that album is just its so good. It gets better with each time I listen to it. I love it so much. And if if you haven't listened to that, check that out. I have. Right. I know you have. <laughs> Did you know that we're talking to other people than just you and me? What? Yeah. No. We, you know how when you edit it together and then you send it to me and then we put it up on the internet? Oh, see, I thought that was just fun for me. I was just... <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, yeah. weird. So w- sometimes I'll ask a question and it's to the greater oh, okay. public out there. Hmm. You know, I'm very narcissistic, so I assume <laughs> everything's directed at me. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll try and uh, correct that. So... To announce this, and they have a farewell tour uh, as well, they put out one last single for us, a nice little present, and it's a really great song. It's uh, maybe a little softer around the edges than a lot of their other stuff, but it's uh, it's still great. Um, really really good drums that you'll hear in there. They, they always have good drums and some fantastic vocals as well. Uh, but they're they just they have other projects going on that they're focusing on and um they released a statement it's it's pretty long you should look it up to read the whole thing but they're gonna read the entire thing right no now? no i'm not oh, okay. um they it's pretty much just thanking their friends and family and fans for the great seven years that they spent as a band but they are being called in other directions and so many times bands break up and then like couple years later they get back together so here's to hoping that they do but in the meantime let's celebrate this great band by listening to their last song maybe ever this is level up with orchard
that was much softer around the edges than I would think for them. Uh, I liked that sort of reedy organ, whatever that mm-hmm. was, mm-hmm. in there. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty. I liked it. Yeah, it's kind of it's almost like a ballad for them. And it feels yeah. like kind of melancholy and like a song you would ride off into the sunset with. Like, it's pretty epic. Yeah. And I could see it. You know, like the the credits rolling and they're driving off in the car together, you know, and then it just explodes and <laughs> that's the end, you know, like the I hope that's not the end, yeah. but that's the end. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoy it. It's it's been fun getting to know these guys over the past several years. And, um, you know, last year, uh, some members released a album under the name Send. And that's what I was going to ask, because I thought, didn't Send disband, too? Send also disbanded uh, as well. How you doing, guys? And then someone else released the album under the name Trace Mountains this year. Um, So, I I don't know. They have some projects going on that they want to... uh, Got something brewing. They got it brewing for sure. So, that was Level Up with Orchard, which is out now on Sub Pop. They, too, are going on tour. They, too, are not stopping in Michigan, which makes me want to give a quick PSA, real quick. Quick public service announcement. Hey, M. Ward. Hey, Level Up. Hey, artists out there. Michigan are people, too. Michigan are people, too. Brian, have you ever heard of a flyover state? (laughs) Yeah, but you have to, like... I don't know how flight patterns work. I'm not an expert, but I feel like you probably don't fly over Michigan that often. Yeah. You'd have to dip up a You'd little bit. You'd have to. Exactly. Well, You've got to go I up out of the way even just to fly over it. Yeah. So but don't, no, don't hold it against them. I do Michigan our people too. Hashtag Michigan our people too. <laughs> That's going to take off. Well, my next song comes from an artist I played on here a couple times. Um yeah, once once last year with the new single and then once again for the year end. Um this is St. Vincent, one of oh. my favorites. Uh musical project of Annie Clark. She has a new song? How did I miss it, this? In a way, in fact, it is a remix. Yes, it is a actually a song from Mass Seduction. There was a song on that album called Slow Disco. Beautiful song. I recommend listening to the original cuz like kind of a slow spacious like orchestral type song uh aptly named slow disco and it's slow Hmm. then jack antonoff who produced the album and annie clark did a remix of it into a pop banger and uh they sped it up so it's fast slow disco it's called so let's uh let's take a listen to it now here's saint vincent with fast slow disco
I was kind of hoping that it was going to be like some Alvin and the Chipmunks sort of vocals when he said it was fast and sped up. <laughs> oh, no. But it was still pretty enjoyable. But I feel like, wouldn't that be fun if it was it like, would be. you know, like a weird... Uh, that that slow dance today part yeah, is kind of, uh, yeah, tampered with a bit. But yeah, no, that it was fun. It had a, a good thumping beat to it. My new thing is going to be I'm going to say what kind of where where I see this playing the end credits of. So I feel like I see this in the end credits of like the upcoming hopefully will be happening Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants movie. It'd be perfect. Those those movies are so fun and enjoyable, and this would be the great a great end to it as the credits are rolling. You, you see when, those girls with the pants. Be great. I can see that when you started saying sister, I thought you were gonna say sister act, and then <laughs> how great would it be? Mash those two movies together, sister act of the traveling pants. Oh, interesting. They each have a nun's habit that goes from girl to girl and they're having guy troubles i don't know what happens oh you haven't no there's two of them you should absolutely watch them to be honest with you no you really should they're good yeah they get you know they they pull at the heartstrings you know i bet they do they're they're good stuff i'm sure i would ball my eyes out but most likely i'm gonna get started on that script (laughs) send it over to Whoopi and amber tamblin see if i can get them involved sister act of the trampoline pants back in the habit once again um, of pants of pants oh. anyway um no this song the original was beautiful but i like this uh pop song version and they add like sort of group vocals in the lyrics which i love that line slip my hand from your hand leave you dancing with ghosts and um mm. you know jack antonoff is a master of pop bangers he bleachers alone his group like that reminds me of a bleachers chorus with all the group vocals um because he does those great big choruses but he also works with the likes of lord and taylor swift and uh annie clark said she doesn't want to start a rumor but she thinks that taylor swift encouraged jack to make this into a pop song so that this may have been the work of miss taylor swift so good job taylor yeah and you could see it going along, kind of being like what she does, you know, um, but still with a St. Vincent signature style. So that was St. Vincent with Fast Slow Disco. It's out now on Loma Vista. So we were just talking about Amber Tamblin, and yes. now we're going to talk about a new musical project called Tomberlin. It's, it's hey, pretty it's similar close. sounding. Um and this come this is the musical project of Tom Berlin of Sarah Beth Tom Berlin. Oh, okay. Uh, she is in her early twenties. Is currently based in Louisville, Kentucky, and grew up in Jacksonville, Florida. And she um, had an interesting upbringing where she grew up in a very conservative uh, Baptist household. Mm. She was homeschooled, graduated early at sixteen, and then went to a Christian college that she half jokingly calls a cult um and <laughs> that hits home with us it, it does hit <laughs> home with us for for sure we or both we did uh, the same yes uh she dropped out which i believe you did from yeah. that christian college as well i mean, I, I stayed but, i went to a different college i'm not oh yeah and it, i'm not like kanye a college dropout that's true and you're also not married to kim kardashian west no but, yeah so she dropped out and um 
went through this time of you know re-identifying who she is as a person and um, she played music a lot growing up in uh, church services and she actually still feels that hymns are like her greatest musical influence i agree uh, beautiful some beautiful and sh- uh she also talks about how hymns also have these kind of very like uh, apocalyptic and messed up lyrics just very depressing mm-hmm. a lot of the times like i was in the mud and the mire and like you know like that kind of yeah. visual thing and turn these personal um struggles into a parable almost and that's kind of what she seeks to do with her music as well and i know that you you played music in church services growing up and she talks about this time where she got to a point in her life where she just felt like she couldn't do that anymore because she didn't identify with any of the things that she was singing and felt like felt like a fraud and i i know you're often a fraud in your life so i was wondering like if you identify with that I do actually. You know, it's funny. Is I played in the uh, church, uh, and I would play like like I a couple times played in like the main church service. I like played bass or whatever. Yeah, but I would uh, like occasionally on Sunday mornings lead for like the youth group, lead the worship, and uh, I did it because I had got broken up with by a girl, mm. and you know, just in the moment of like I need to do something. I'm going to make a change. And my solution was sing worship music. And um, yeah, I hate like I, even at that time I didn't like a lot of the worship music at the time. So I sang like Sufjan uh, Mm. to be alone with you and stuff like that. And tried to spin it. Yeah. So I put my spin on it, but uh, yeah, I could, you could say I had a similar uh, sort of thing where I was like maybe for a, a, few weeks my heart was in it and then i was kind of going through the motions and slowly i don't even remember when i like gave it up i think i just kind of slowly phased it out you just Um, ghosted him yeah i ghosted but i do want to say um i still play music i still write songs and i find just religious imagery Mm. or like she's talking about the hymn style i feel like that still does influence my music as well yeah and i i am i i was instantly drawn to this song for a reason i wasn't quite sure that i could put my finger on and then reading the backstory i kind of oh i understand why Mm. i'm drawn to this you know like this is something very relevant to my personal experience I don't play or write music, but I grew up very much in uh, a church family and was very involved in in youth group culture and right. singing all the time <laughs> and all that. So, um, yeah, I, and she, so she's taken that and she says her influences are like Julian Baker, Sufjan Stevens, and Grouper, but I think right. that she carves out her own uh, identity in in a genre that can be kind of samey you know Mm -hmm. what i mean it's i think a pretty interesting sound as well and she's getting ready to put out a debut album on saddle creek records so that's pretty cool too saddle creek they know what they know what's up so let's listen to tom berlin with (laughs) self-help
That was really uh, pretty, but kind of buried in a lot of noise and some cool sound design going on there. Uh, but at its base, kind of pretty folk, which mm-hmm. like a Sufjan, I could see. Um, yeah, very uh, interesting. Like she does have her own sort of style that sets her apart from those, but you can hear sort of the influence there. And I like that line, you know, I'm not your napkin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's that's just an interesting. It concept. is. I know, and I, uh, I'm yeah. What what does that mean exactly? Just like you know, I think being used and taking your, your dirt and, and your messes. Yeah, and uh, the line that precedes that as well is you know you have a soft, soft sort of power, power which yeah. is which is also um, pretty interesting as well. I I want to know more of like where where these come from, you know, but um. And I'm not sure if that relates to sort of her upbringing in the church, but I could see that sort of, you know, there's a power there that often have over people. Yeah, definitely have a power. And and it's presented in kind of a a soft way, like, oh, I'm I'm just interpreting this message from from someone else, you know, and but that they still have power that they wield over people for sure. Um, Yeah, the the weird dissonance is really what I like about this song in between verses yeah. and um you know the it, it kind of almost sounds like an alarm or something going off and the the part where it kind of goes down um where it's like reminds me of like the when they would test emergency systems every saturday every first saturday of the month where i lived growing up yeah and um their alarm would go off and it sounded exactly like that when it droned out. Um, so I think it's another reason why this kind of nostalgically grabs me as yeah. well. Um, I'm very interested to see what the rest of this album sounds like. Um, I, I think it's got a lot of promise just based off that one song. So that was Tom Berlin with Self Help from At Weddings, which is out August 10th on Saddle Creek Records. Thanks for getting my wife and I a wedding anniversary present the day before our anniversary this album will be out so shout out sarah beth tomberlin i appreciate that well she is at weddings <laughs> that's true we've often made it known that we are fans of the elephant six collective i mean my mm-hmm. favorite band of all time neutral milk hotel is one of the leaders of that collective and um along with them uh we and i think i played elf power on here before you, you played the essex green yeah um all this is true so far now i have another elephant six veteran this is uh robert schneider from the apples and stereo oh yeah um this is his new band air sea dolphin <laughs> <laughs> that's fun and uh this band started when he went to atlanta to pursue his phd in mathematics five years ago whoa yeah I know it's pretty intense. He's a smart boy. He uh, made a new band when he was down there. The guitarists and bassists in this band are the brothers Matt Chapman and Mike Chapman, who are the brothers Chaps from Homestar Runner. Uh, do you remember <laughs> oh my Homestar gosh, Runner? I do. Weird. Early random core. Jeez. And uh, the, they made Bizarre. a along with these new singles. They made a video game with Sloshy, which is the fictional like indie rock band from <laughs> Homestar Runner. Um and this is also uh the drummer is Jamie Huggins who's played in Of Montreal and Elf Power. So this 
good band of elephant six veterans and this song has uh what i love most about all those elephant six acts so let's take a listen to air sea dolphin with bells in parentheses song for jeff w Papa like you that song uh yeah it does have that signature sound which is kind of that underneath it all fuzziness yeah but also really bright and catchy great harmonies and uh kind of sloppy but tight at the same time yeah uh, yeah I, I love that sound nice and short as well super catchy yeah yeah i love it yeah i love that fuzz where it sounds like it's kind of blowing out the speakers but it's still kind of tame and yeah. sort of even throughout the whole thing which is something that Nutramilk hotel did had some some prime fuzz for sure but yeah it does remind me of you know when these guys were younger making songs on tape machines in their bedrooms and stuff it mm. still has that sort of diy feel but uh still super catchy and uh full band sound as well so that was air sea dolphin with bells in parentheses song for jeff w and that is on a split single with sloshy that band from homestar runner and that's out now on chunklet industries chunklet chunklet 
That's always fun to say. I've had another song from Chunklet. Yeah, recently I feel like. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of disgusting, industry. but. Oh, very. <laughs> Can I have the chicken Chunklets? <laughs> That's what I just think Ugh. of Chunky Soup. It's disgusting. All right, so this is uh, my last song of the episode. I'm down two to one, so I better hope that you really like it. That's uh, all I got to say, or I'm going to be hope. stuck in a time loop, and my wife's going to wonder where I went to be with some other family for a week, and uh, I'll probably get in trouble. Yep. But uh, I, I think this is a good song. I, I, we'll see what you think about it. I like it. That's why I picked it. Okay? Jeez. Um, You're turning into Nick Cage already. <laughs> oh, sh- <laughs> Oh no! I mean, I like it. I don't know. I don't know if that's Nick sure. Cage. It's a, your sound more like <gasps> him than I do. Yeah, you got the. Oh, <laughs> oh that's all you gotta do. Oh, and I can keep it up for like ten seconds. I'm not Andy Samberg, okay? I can't do a flawless Nick Cage impression for a long period of time. It's true, regardless of what you've heard. Luke is not. I'm not Andy Samberg. Um, and neither is this person. This is Jen Ghetto, who has recorded with a couple different um well she's recorded in a couple different names um one with so a, ghetto is not a birth name it is oh. jen jen ghetto is her actual name uh she is now putting music out as jen champion which is the song i'm gonna play by jen champion uh she started her music career in 1995 with a band called carissa's weird which mm-hmm. was pacific northwest indie pop music they uh actually recorded a uh album with chris walla towards the end of their uh, career so kind of in the death cab universe you know um they disbanded in the early 2000s and she went on to record um kind of confessional singer songwriter taped in her bedroom sort of music under under the name s just s just the letter s yeah and she did that for a while, and then now she has switched it up again, still doing, you know, pretty much solo singer-songwriting. However, now with definitely a poppier edge to it, more synthy, and under this personal motto of sometimes you are sad and you just want to dance about it. So it embraces that poppy edge, but kind of with the heart of a singer songwriter, um, that has an eye on the structure of a, of a song. So I think it's pretty good. I hope you like it. Otherwise I'm screwed. So this is Jen champion with time to regulate.
like nobody else We're just like everyone else And we're like nobody else We're just like everyone else And we're like nobody else Nobody else Nobody else Ooh, 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 ooh. ooh you got me going back and forth on whether to give it my stamp but i'll say fuck it and say lordy lordy very gordy uh it was very funky and well crafted mm-hmm. i liked it a lot um yeah i it, it's very dancey but did have a kind of melancholy uh vibe so i can sure. see the being so sad you want to dance it away um yeah it was cool yeah i i definitely agree uh it it kind of blossomed over time uh with adding different parts in it and withholding others and then when it all comes together um you know towards the end of the song it's it's it is funky and it is just really kind of overwhelming with the senses but a lot of it is like pulled back and kind of minimal which i appreciate and does lend to that like felt um, kind of bedroom poppy at times Mm -hmm. but then also had sort of the structure of a big pop song and kind of gets big at yeah for sure i like yeah i like all that combination and uh it's just a good a good catchy song to sad dance to and i love sad dancing if there's one thing you know about me i i just dance in my house and cry so i've been doing that a lot with this song you know yeah it's been fantastic so that was jen champion with time to regulate from single rider which is out july 13th on hardly art all right well i uh gave you some false hope Cause you're like, oh, we're tied. I'm, I'm good. But I've got an ace up my sleeve with this song. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's another art punk band. Uh, I got a punk sandwich going on in my lineup. See, what's interesting is about this, right? You don't say you have a ciabatta sandwich, right? So that's true. And and people, I I have done. I'm guilty of this as well. Oh, lordy, lordy, Barry Gordy knows <laughs> All right, don't, don't. that I am guilty of this. I'll say I have a something sandwich, and I'm referring to the bookends or the bread. But that's not that's not correct. So I have a reverse punk sandwich. We'll say I'll accept that. Yeah, just to get you to shut up. You have a sandwich with punk bread. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, this song comes from Dublin Art Punk's Silverbacks. They are a new new band, did not previously know them. They uh, just released this new single, Dunkirk. Is it about the movie? It's, of course, a retelling of Christopher Nolan's classic film. No, it is oh. not. But um, they said this song is about a character who is questioning the life they have been dealt. They find themselves in a near dystopian future where Dunkirk, despite its history has become a built-up holiday destination for young families. So Weird. Yeah, it's sort of like a tourist uh, town now, Dunkirk. 
So let's take a listen to this Silverbacks with Dunkirk. There was just too much that was awesome about that song to not give it my stamp right. of approval. Um, the uh, especially the jittery guitar lines going on, yeah, man, that was so great. Best. It was going along. I'm like, yeah, I like this, I like this, and then when it got into that first like weird instrumental breakdown, I'm like, oh yeah, game over. This is this is a song for me. And then the weird like sort of math rocky breakdown at the end, yes, uh, took also me fantastic. by surprise because that's what yeah I loved it. The bass line. The drums, that guitar part's amazing, and then 
uh some more spoke sung sort of lyrics uh it's good stuff had all the elements and then that last part just pushed it over the edge mm. i was like this is beautiful and it's like math rocky and weird is came out of nowhere uh yeah i also like the concept of the song which yeah. uh is you know taking something with a completely different history and and adapting it into but that's kind of what culture does and it actually reminds me of something that i just saw today which is um so at the at the detroit institute of arts they have a big mural room that i have parts of it tattooed on on myself right right that was done by diego Diego rivera Rivera, and he did it to honor like the detroit industry but he also because he was a communist was uh, critiquing Hmm. uh industry or industry as well as like the ford corporation who hired him to do it so now the dia is selling wallpaper of this uh mural for like seven hundred and fifty dollars, and I'm oh like, that is so like against, against the spirit the of, of, it is. of yeah. the of the piece and of Diego Rivera being like a, a you know about like a, a very explicit communist. That's and funny. It, it's it's just like, oh man, how tone deaf can you be? But that's that's what happens, you know, like yeah. that they things are co opted and changed into something else for profit. Exactly. So I that meaning I I really attach to. And also, there's just this idea of sounds like this guy's like he says my wife clipped me she clipped me good like Mm. sounds like he had a bad marriage and just a rough life that he's uh questioning and then he's just surrounded by these tourists (laughs) and that's i'm just picturing this like guy who's struggling in this little town of like happy families having fun and then he says like he's like sounds like he starts punching some commuters (laughs) in the second verse there i wouldn't blame him he's just punching it punch them all right so that was silverbacks with dunkirk that is out now all right brian well enjoy your new life with Taylion. she she played his wife in the thing can oh, i can i choose a different uh see, nicholas cage movie or does sure any nicholas cage yeah. i can i can live in then um okay uh i wasn't expecting you to say yes <laughs> i'm gonna live no that would be Face terrible switch with john I was, I was thinking about that but then like that that movie is like uh, um uh, horror almost be wicker movie. man Ooh, a uh, bunch of bees in my <laughs> face i don't think so uh do um, left behind left behind <laughs> no man that'd be hor- i'll do uh, uh you know i'll do leaving las vegas Oh God, that's the worst one. <laughs> All right, why um, don't you do uh, "It Could Happen to You" where he wins the lottery or well, something? I've always had a crush on Elizabeth Shue, so okay, there we go. Um, I might be dead <laughs> if I can drink myself to death in a week. Yeah. I will be dead. So hopefully, you make it back here next week. Uh, but in the meantime, we're going to talk about the albums we're excited for coming out this Friday in shouts. <laughs> All right, first got death grips yeah that's gonna be crazy as it always is have you heard those experimental hip-hop yeah they're so good um i was considering getting one of them um but year of the snitch is the name of that album yeah i uh i reached out for a song but never heard back i wish it was year of the golden snitch but uh that would be cool yeah because they on their latest song they teamed up with the director from shrek which is which is weird so i mean why not make a harry potter themed album shrek grips was a thing where people like mashed up shrek and death grips um also priscilla renee or renea colored and that's with a u um she's a black country singer and like a proponent of like 
more uh, black women taking that genre and she kind of combines country and R&B and talks about issues of race and uh, it's really good. I only heard a couple songs from but it's on first listen right now so you can go oh, check cool. it out. And then Jedi Mind Tricks, legendary hip hop group, uh, The Bridge and the Abyss is coming out. So fun. Should be cool. What you got? I got Kamasi Washington with Heaven and Earth, the awesome jazz saxophonist. Oh, that's sexy Extraordinaire. Uh, he's featured on all sorts of stuff now. Yeah, he's amazing. He's great. And also uh, EP from this project called More More, M-O-R-M-O-R, mm-hmm. called Heaven's Only Wishful. And um, yeah, those all those songs have been fantastic. If you haven't heard them, check that out. I, I like it a lot. I, yeah. That's all. That's, that's it. all I got. Cool. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. So that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, Brian's going to head out to Las Vegas and uh, hopefully we'll hear from Ooh, him. I've next never week. been to Las Vegas. This is exciting. Yeah. Have fun. It's going to be depressing, though, because I'm in the movie, which yeah. is depressing. But whatever. Who cares? Um, but you might get an Oscar for it. Nikki <gasps> did. Ooh. Sweet. Yeah. So, as always, head over to GhettoBlasterMagazine.com and check out all the great content over there. And if you like our show, leave us a review. And uh, you can find us on all your social media platforms at Best Song Ever Pod. So, tweet at us. Say what's up. Tell us uh, any good music that should be on our radar. And uh, if there's anything we sh- should talk about on the show, anything you need our hot take on. Um, yeah, well, we are we are itching to give hot takes. We're on itching something. to give hot takes. Imagine if um, we could have a segment where it was like itching to give hot takes, and we just gave hot takes. That's a pretty good idea. We'll get that in the works. So. Wait, are, hot takes is another uh, name for pancakes, right? Yes. Okay, so we're we're eating pancakes. Hot- cakes hot yes cakes. oh hot cakes. i was saying hot cakes okay, that's what cool. i was yeah. talking about perfect oh and we'd also like to thank our uh buddy aaron quill and his band congress uh for the use of our theme song pond fight and uh as we played them last week their lawnmowers album is out now quillen's other band so go check that out too for go to blaster magazine i'm luke leven saying hmm, you better check your perspective and I'm Brian LeBen reminding you, don't let the bastards grind you down. Oh, this best song ever. Mm-hmm.